0: Welcome to Election Profit Makers, a guide to losing money on the 2016 campaign using online prediction markets. It's November 9th, 2016. This is the 17th episode in our limited podcast series.
1: Hey, David. You okay?
0: Uh, Never been better. How are you? I'm still here.
1: So that's Good. good.
0: John, I'm not even kidding, but right before I called you... I got an email alert. Bill Mitchell started following me on Twitter. (laughs) I'm not fucking kidding. So I know someone who's getting a job in the Trump administration. That's David Reese, kid Midas. (laughs) Superstar poll analysis analysis guy. Uh, Okay, so for those of you who haven't heard, um, Donald Trump won the United States presidential election he is actually going to be the president of the United States. He won a lot of states. Um, I think. I think. I think we should say a couple things. One is, if you are allergic to the sound of men crying, you should consult a physician before listening to this episode. Two. Uh, everyone just needs to hold it together. You need to be strong. This is really, really shocking and bad and. We, as well as many other media elites and know-it-all pundits, are in a state of absolute dumbfounded humiliation. And we need to do the best we can in a bad situation. Yeah. John, how's your portfolio looking this
1: morning? I guess we could say that I gained last night. (laughs) Yeah. Should we just Uh, talk
0: about last night? I completely checked out by 10 p.m. and just went to bed. Um, I started watching everything around 8. There was a happy moment when my shares in North Carolina totally spiked. They went from like minus 18 to like up 24. And then by mm-hmm. the time I looked again, they were, they were down again. Uh, the texts from my friends were getting increasingly dire. Watching television was feeling more and more like self-abuse. And I thought, you know what? I need to look out for my mental health right now. I'm going the fuck to bed.
1: Yeah, I think you sent me a text that said, North Carolina shares are lit. And I wrote back maybe 15 minutes later and said, not anymore. Yeah. And I think at that point I realized it was about 9 o'clock that it was looking pretty likely that... He was going to win Florida, North Carolina, and Ohio, which I had always assumed that he could maybe win one of those and maybe even two. I never imagined he would win all three. But even at that point, I knew we were in a bad situation. And I said on Twitter, she's still going to win because he he can't he can't carry Pennsylvania. but within um, within about 25 to 30 minutes after that tweet, it was looking bad. And by 10 o'clock from that nine to ten o'clock hour by 10 o'clock it was it was pretty much over uh, it it looked like she was gonna need a miracle um, and uh, she was already trading at 10 cents by 10 o'clock I mean it it went quick there was uh, there was no getting out um, there was a uh, there was a moment there where she dropped well she went up to 90 cents at one point I think I was up couple thousand bucks and then very quickly it went she went to like 50 50 cents and i was down 3000 bucks oh. and i was and i was like do i take do i take a 3000 dollar loss here right and i started trying to get out in some positions knowing full well that she could come back and that right. that would be a panic move. But predicted was so overrun and so delayed from volume that I couldn't even get out at that point. So, I, I had, I, yeah,
2: she was she was worthless.
1: Were you able to sell anything or.
0: So I was trying to get out of Iowa for a profit because I had always said the Republican candidate would win Iowa and I had 40 shares. So I tried to sell all those just because by, I can't remember what time, 8.30 or 9, it was like, I don't I don't want to do this anymore. I want to sell everything and just close my laptop and have it be done. I don't want to, I, I just don't want this stuff <laughs> in my computer anymore. But Predicted was acting so weird that it actually allowed me to try to sell 100 shares of a position I only owned 40 shares of. Right. And I was so confused and overwhelmed and hitting refresh and getting a notice from Predicted saying there's, Trading volume is too high. We've made a note. It'll be processed in the order it was received. It was like, fuck this man. So when I opened my laptop this morning, it looks like Iowa went through obviously North Carolina resolved. I lost 160 some dollars in my North Carolina dreams. Uh, I will say that something I did a couple days ago, if somebody wants a, an interesting souvenir of this entire experience is I did list uh, my 100 shares of Ben Carson winning the presidential election for 99 cents a share. If somebody wants to make a novelty trade and pay $99 for these souvenirs, uh, you will become an instant internet legend. Um, and now I'm underwater obviously on Reince Priebus announcing his resignation as RNC chair because it looks like his job is secure
2: I lost f- $460.40 I Didn't even look at predict it last night. I was at a party and I feel like people didn't quite understand They called Pennsylvania and most of the party didn't understand that he had won right and we kept, mm. and I think a lot of it was denial. It felt like I just had the slightest glimpse more into the future than the people there. Mm-hmm. And then I left. I felt like I had to leave before it even happened, like freezing time. Yeah. Well, it's just a feeling of like maybe if I don't look at anything again, it didn't happen.
0: That's why. I went, that's why when I went to bed at ten o'clock, and I didn't, and I. Fell asleep and then I think I woke up at 1.30 And I remember thinking like I haven't checked anything yet This is the last time I can go to sleep Fall back asleep And not know that Donald Trump is going to be president yeah. uh, And then I looked at Twitter It's always going to be president Went back to sleep Had one of the most violent nightmares of my life Woke up this morning Lay in bed with my girlfriend Did some weeping and crying Got a nice text from my brother Made me start crying It's like I'm freebasing Hallmark card commercials over here. I'm so sensitive right now, it's incredible, (laughs) you know? It's really really amazing uh, in the worst possible way. It's a mix of feeling so dumb that I misjudged what could happen in this country, and then feeling dumb that I ever didn't think this would happen in hindsight, you know? And then also just this deep sense of dread like we're going to have a nuclear war with mainland China and stuff like that.
1: No, it's just on so many levels. You know, I'm thinking, I'm looking at the data analysis and I'm thinking of all the experts uh, that were sure the models had it at 99% and 92% and um, PredictWise had it at 86%. And I, I think even Nate Silver had it at over seventy percent, um, but most of them had it in the ninety percent range. Uh, and I just and Bill feel Mitchell real... and his yard signs. I mean, it's it. Yeah, but the 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 idiots, the idiots, of course, were the only people saying he was going to win. I mean, so I mean, that was the other side. You were like, there's no way Bill Mitchell can be right because Bill Mitchell doesn't know anything about polling, and he w- he was right.
2: David, before we started recording, we were saying, you know, who made money off this? And then David said, oh, those people who've been writing on our SoundCloud, the comments on our SoundCloud page after we put the mixtape... We never had those kind of comments, and then suddenly they discovered us. They found us. We had zero comments on our SoundCloud, right. zero, zero, and then and then they like like ants. They one of them found us, and then they signaled, and the rest of them came, and and they were saying such crazy things, and and they were talking about how they couldn't wait till we saw, and how broke we were gonna be, and they were right.
1: And they've been saying that this whole time, and they've been wrong this whole time. I've been taking their money for months and months and months. They were right this time, and they took all my money. I, I lost $5,300 last night. I mean, I was able to get out and have a little bit. I have $1,200 left, but I mean, they took it all. And, you know, that was the risk that I took. So it's a, it's a it's a big loss. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm a uh, privileged white straight male, and I will get mine because we always do. I'll be taken care of uh, by somebody, and I'll figure out how to make money somewhere, and. I'm fine. I'll be fine. It's, it's, it's what's, yeah, it's the future next four years that is the, the horror for, for so many people.
2: It's, it's tomorrow.
0: I don't know if we have the time or the or the expertise or if this is even the hour to try to talk about worst case and best case scenarios for the Trump administration, or even to talk about who voted for him and why and what could have been different.
2: Nothing could have been different. No? I don't feel like anything could have been different. I feel like everyone tried so hard. The people who voted him in, they're the people who've always been in power. right And nothing... Nothing can be different until they're gone. What's so right. wrenching about this is just like the the inner faceness of it. The joke of it is so aggressive.
1: The data is is just hard to know right now. You know, people are talking about how it was a turnout failure, but we still you know we there's millions of votes that still haven't been counted in in western states, so it's hard to know how much the turnout was down i think it was down in certain particular states like wisconsin but nationwide it it may not be and in terms of a polling miss it um you know we talked about that on the last episode and and i said you know when it gets to around three points or so then you could have a systemic polling miss which could be um you know disastrous for her but I still didn't think it was likely, but I mean the popular vote is coming in, it's looking like she's gonna win by one or two points in the popular vote. So in terms of the nationwide polling, it didn't really miss, but it missed big in those midwestern states, the states with the non college educated whites. It it did not it did not pick them up. But
2: the popular vote she's getting are the same people that are always somehow tip that number over. Like it's not—it's not the popular vote. It's just maybe she got more people, but it's not the popular vote. Like it doesn't mean. It, I feel like I used to think about the popular vote and be like, "Oh, the people wanted this." Like with Bush, uh, you know, with W, it was like, but the people didn't want him. This time, I don't believe that.
0: Well, don't be so dismissive of it. I mean, listen—we're we're grasping for any reed of hope or optimism okay, here. Okay. But the fact of the matter is. At the end of the day, if these trends continue, more people voted for Hillary Clinton than voted for Donald Trump. Don't let go of that. It feels insubstantial and it feels like a joke, given the situation we're in. But don't forget that, guys. More people voted for Hillary Clinton than voted for Donald Trump. That's important.
1: i think I think the hard part about it is in two thousand, it came down to one state, um but he he won by tens of thousands of votes in numerous states um yeah i mean he still he still only squeezed by by you know half a percentage point or a percentage point he i mean the thing he had to do was thread the needle in all these states and that's exactly what he did uh it was it was incredible he he really needed a miracle to win and he 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 pulled it off and I, i don't know if it was a failure on the uh, Clinton campaign to not be more focused in the Midwest. Um,
2: it's not a miracle though. It's not even, it, it's not like something happened. Yes, I know the October surprise did a lot of damage, but I feel like the saddest part is it didn't, he didn't pull off a miracle. The people who voted for him didn't quite show us, we didn't quite know everyone who was going to vote for him. And they came out and they voted and it was pretty matter of fact. What happened last night?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no excuse. There aren't any excuses like in 2000 or whatever. Yeah, there was voter suppression. I wouldn't say they won fair and square in places like North Carolina. But the fact that they were able to win just widespread across the Midwest, uh, you know, there's nothing you could do but tip your hat, I guess. Man, I
0: I was so ready to have the biggest fucking climactic party for this final episode.
2: We were so unprepared. It was such a good day yesterday. It was so fun.
1: It was whiplash, yeah. It was, uh, you know, I was feeling so good from canvassing down in Sharpsburg, North Carolina with my buddy Joe. And we had we had, had a great experience. And my friend Sean, who had sent me, a, went out canvassing late yesterday in Greensboro and found this African-American voter who hadn't voted since the 60s. And wasn't planning on voting, and Sean was able to drive him to the polls and get him to vote. Aww. And I mean, that's a great—that's a great story. And I felt so great for him, and in numerous other people that had been able to flip people and, and get people to the polls. So,
2: yeah, those people. I want to hear about those people.
1: I got one. So my
0: girlfriend and Emily and I went to New Hampshire this past weekend to earn the mix mixtape, and we showed up at the Manchester Field office for Hillary, and they were out of packets. They—they they were. That place was buzzing. So we drove north and went to a little uh, town and I spoke to a woman who had voted for Bernie in the primary and said she was going to leave the presidential choice blank because she felt like she didn't want to, I mean, this reasoning I didn't exactly follow, but she said she was worried that if she voted for somebody for president and then they didn't do a good job, she would be embarrassed about her vote. And I said, well, they're all going to do a bad job. Like, it's the worst job. It's the biggest responsibility. They're gonna do a bad job. But you know, and I supported Bernie in the primary and Bernie turned around and started grinding hard for Hillary. So I told her if she's good enough for Bernie, she's good enough for you, right? And she said she would vote for Hillary. And my girlfriend also got somebody to commit to voting for Hillary who was a little a little soft on it. So although we were harassed by Trump supporters in Manchester uh Which obviously puts you on edge and makes you feel a little intimidated and makes you hide your light under a bushel a little. I came away from New Hampshire, especially because the field office people were just going off in that field office.
1: and you made a difference in New Hampshire because she she won New Hampshire by a thousand votes
0: yeah, it's incredible
1: and and you you pulled in two of those yeah, so feel good about that i f- i mean I'm looking for
0: yeah. I'll take what I can get at this point in terms of feeling good.
2: <laughs> I think we have to grieve. I think we have to be allowed to feel hopeless for a while. but I think the hope comes in those people in in those states and and in the states that went to Trump that we know we came in contact with, you know, like had engaged discussions with like that is that's the hope more than even me walking around New York right now and feeling like, oh, this city's, I know where we stood. You know, I, that It's it's those it's those people.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a devastating loss for our portfolios and for our country and for just about every single thing that I love about this country. But we have to hold on to some good things. I mean... It sounds corny to say it. There's midterms in two years. This is this doesn't end with, I mean, knock on wood, <laughs> knock on wood. This doesn't end with President Trump. Maybe it does end with President Trump. Who knows, right? Uh, it Look, could.
1: Pat McCrory. Pat McCrory lost in North Carolina, so that's good. Oh, I didn't even know that. Are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's about two thousand votes that Roy Cooper oh won. God and uh the democrats were able to make gains on the north carolina supreme court which was good we we're able to hold the attorney general's office as well um the republicans still have a super majority in the general assembly so it's it's going to be difficult to have roy cooper uh repeal hb2 but it is looking like he is going to be the governor obviously there's going to be a recount and everything but right that's um that's one good thing I didn't even know
0: McCrory is lost I'm on a I'm on a I can't go on Twitter and look at my phone because I don't it's like it's not gonna make a difference it's only gonna jab me psychologically and I'm not I'm not I'm not advocating for putting your head in the sand for the rest of your life but I am definitely advocating for putting your head in the sand for the next 72 (laughs) to 96 hours like let let the dust settle, find, and then go out and look for the good analysis of what the fuck just happened, right? But I'm not, I'm not trying to go on Twitter right now. Even if Bill Mitchell just followed me, it's too little, too late, Bill. You should have been there six months ago. He's following me because of that fucking mixtape.
1: Well, I got to say thanks to our listeners. You know, I got a lot of tweets from our listeners last night. I had checked out. I said it's over at midnight, and I was. I was done, but I was still looking at my mentions and, you know, I'd just like to thank all the listeners for the n- nice comments. And I know everybody is feeling the pain and I, yeah, I feel like I let everybody down. John, uh, don't say it's, that.
0: John, I don't think you let anybody down. You didn't, you didn't do anything that anyone who's getting paid millions of dollars to be on TV didn't do.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's humiliating and embarrassing to 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 fail on a public stage like that. Um, but like I said, it's every everybody failed in in a sense, uh, or a lot of people did.
2: The humiliation that Hillary Clinton. Just her failure on the public stage, it just happened. I feel like, um, I don't know, I know Hillary Clinton's not listening to this, but I do feel like um, I'm so hurt for her that she had to. She put herself out there in the biggest way for our country over and over and over again, that we just had to witness that kind of humiliation. I do find it so painful. Can I just say, I I don't want to alienate, you know, our male listeners, but can I just, I do want to, for the women listening, just start things on your own. I'm not trying to divide people. Just remember that you can start stuff, you know, businesses and um, podcasts, anything just from, just, just keep that in your mind. It's really important to remember that you don't have to wait till someone like hires you or tells you that you can do that. I don't know if that's even have a place here right now, but I just feel like it seems.
0: No, that's, yeah. That's important. Yeah.
2: Like I just feel like women really need hope. Everyone needs hope right now. I understand that, but I'm trying. Just in terms of practical, tangible advice, just start stuff on your own.
0: Donald Trump doesn't believe that women are worth dignity, and when you make something on your own, you are asserting your creative will, and you are, and you are demanding dignity.
2: Yeah, and you're saying that you're you're worthy of having power. Right. And power, I know, is a very is, this, is a loaded word and I feel like it's become a derogatory word but like, I feel like it's important that women understand that it's, it's okay for them to want power
0: Right. Uh, I want to thank our listeners too for the messages they sent us this morning that was a good thing to wake up to I needed those messages of support I continue to believe that this election was a national trauma And that Donald Trump's rhetoric and policies are inexcusable and completely un-American. And the sad fact of the matter is, because of the results of this election, we all just have to keep grinding. I really hope that Hillary could win and I could go back to being a lazy ass and just sitting around watching my TV shows and eating my snacks. You know, but I don't think it's like that. I'm definitely going to go sleep in my bed until at least Monday. But then after that, we just need to, you know, get back to it. Put our nose to the grindstone. And keep working on the country that we want to live in. It fucking sucks that we have to do that. But millions of Americans have done it under situations and circumstances that are much, much worse than the ones we're in. So we need to handle our business. This is going to be a great episode for people to jog to, Uh. (laughs) listen to on the elliptical. (laughs) (laughs) This will be a fun one for me to make a hot mashup of. (laughs) Me breaking down and (laughs) crying into a microphone. (laughs) Find some good Led Zeppelin, put that
1: with it. Yeah, the mixtape was great.
0: Yeah, I mean, seriously, let me let me do a take where I'm not fucking all choked up. I really do want to thank everybody who appreciated the mixtape and earned the mixtape. That really meant so much to us here at Election Profit Makers, especially the people on Twitter who said that they were canvassing for the first time or phone banking for the first time because they wanted to earn the mixtape.
2: You guys earned it.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. And what everybody needs to do. Everyone needs to remember that feeling they had when they were listening to the mixtape and they realized, holy fuck, this is the greatest political podcast mixtape of all time. I'm so freaking amped right now. I can't believe I'm listening to Lil Wayne rapping over Soundgarden, okay? You need to remember that feeling you had, that feeling of, of, of power and possibility and positivity. You're not going to feel that for a long ass time, but you felt it, and so you know it's possible. You know those state of affairs are available to you. So we all need to grieve and then we need to start reaching for that feeling again because we had it and that means we can have it again. Midterm elections are in 2 fucking years, people.
2: And remember that he she got the young vote, right? I think young people young people voted for her. So when you like talk to your children about this <sighs> you know like I think just remember that the people who voted him in are not going to be around forever
0: right (sighs) right that's why they voted for him because on some deep level they know that they know America is changing they know they're not going to be the stars of the show and what all of us have to do over the next four years is make sure that in their fear and desperation and anger they don't just burn down the country rather than bequeath it to people who don't look like them or think like them.
2: That their last stand doesn't become our last stand.
0: Right, exactly. And your children's
2: last stand. We knew it was their last stand. And apparently the last stand's going to go on longer than we... I know,
0: I can't believe it went back to another fucking baby boomer president. I thought Obama killed all the baby boomer stuff. That's what's so bad. We're back to baby boomers fighting about everything. Urgh.
2: And we have to figure out how to talk to each other somehow. There has to be a next level degree of communication that's right there has we have to figure out how this happened not like through analysis not through think pieces (laughs) right let the mixtape be the the unifier. If you yeah. have to, like. <laughs>
0: Hello, Rust Belt voter, uh, whose son is addicted to opioids. Uh, I thought you might be interested in hearing this mashup of a guy reading fucking negative risk code. You like Joanna Newsom, right? You'll you'll appreciate this, right? Yeah, Peach Plum Player. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. You got on the one eighty gram vinyl. Great. Okay. Come on. All right. Uh, let's thank our donors. This is our last. This is the last uh, donor thank yous. And um, yeah, let's get to it. As always. <laughs> And now you know we don't just say this to be funny. (laughs) We are always actively soliciting your donations (laughs) via PayPal. Contact at electionprofitmakers.com. Yeah, here are the final donors. Thank you, Dion, James C., Larry Z., David in Sweden, Ed, Tessa, and John. Thanks for your nice note. Matt, who gives a shout out to Childhood Secret TV Studios. Thanks to Paula in Iceland. Thank you to Mark S. for your nice note. Thanks to Adam F., who donated after listening to the mixtape 10 times in a row. Thank you to David E., thank you to Jar from Norway, Robert L., Bradley in Ontario, and Matthew. Matthew saw me uh, read Your Warren at UNC years ago. I remember that. That was a, a great afternoon. Thank you to Malika and Brian. Thanks again to Bobby for your donation. Thank you to Sophie in Denmark in honor of Steve. Thank you to Joette. Thanks Kenneth, Christy, Phil, Minke who says, John, you are a gem. I agree, John, you are a gem. (laughs) Thank you to David M. for a very generous donation. Thank you to Connor, Elijah, Elizabeth in Norway, Susan, Jonathan in the UK. Thank you to Joseph R. Thank you to Thomas who acknowledges Lucifer. Thank you to Peter G. Thank you to John M. Thank you to Ben in Taiwan. Thanks to John M., Benjamin W., Emily and Grant. Grant is our weather trader and future boss, John. Thanks to Emily D for your generous donation. Thank you to Gary, Zachary, Hans in Germany, Jocelyn, Beverly M, Paul in Canada, and Nathan, who liked that Joanna Newsom sample. Thanks to Benjamin T, Mike and Mandy, the Nene birds riding waves forever, together, through life. Thank you to Rebecca. Thank you to Martha, donating on behalf of her cat, Little B. Thank you for that, Martha. Anyone who names their cat after Little B gets my respect. Thank you to Stacey C. Thank you to Aaron in Hawaii. Thank you to Frank, Travis, Kenneth B., and Mark H.,
2: of brothers
1: election profit makers
2: we few we happy few we band of brothers
1: election profit makers such you can if you don't stop how could you can you won't you don't stop how could you can you won't and you don't stop you, can, and you don't stop you, can, and you don't stop such you can to poll you don't stop how could you can you won't you don't stop how could you can and you won't Guys,
0: I'll say it again. I'm gonna try not to get choked up. Getting your donations and reading your notes has really sustained us, and we also really I'm did. Sorry
2: that some of them got lost because of him winning.
0: Right. Yeah. I know. Cause our plan was so many people were gonna send us all the money they were gonna win. Yeah. But and no, I but was sitting even around thinking like, oh my God, rent paid for a year. Instead, we got all and and, and we had talked it, last episode that. about send us how much money you won or lost. I'm getting all these emails this morning. Well, I lost four hundred dollars, yeah. but
2: and we really did put some of the money. I know, back everybody's wiped it. out. Right.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Everyone who followed our advice and got wiped out, they got John Kimball. They got the world got to, was introduced to John Kimball. Yeah, yeah, my friend.
2: I was introduced to John Kimball.
0: And you know what? You guys have never met.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Speaking of which. <laughs> Guys, obviously this was planned when we thought it was going to be a celebration, but John Kimball is flying to New York City next week and a week from yesterday on November 15th, that's a Tuesday night, we're going to have an election profit makers meetup, and you people need to represent. I need to see some motherfuckers flying in from California for this, okay? <laughs> If you guys want to come out to the Bell House in Gowanus next Tuesday, November 15th, 10 p.m., it would mean the world to us to uh, to hang out with you guys for a little bit.
2: We need we need to have the, the party that we didn't get to have this Tuesday. We were wrong. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. We'll recoup totally. some of our losses emotionally yeah. at that party. And
0: uh, we're going to hang out. And who knows? If the spirit moves me, I might put on some dance music, and we might fucking just have a, a goddamn dance party, Okay. Because you have to you have to have fun even when you're in the middle of a total shit sandwich, okay? It's it's in fact it's a requirement. If you want to stay active and do good work and not get too discouraged, you you have to have fun. So Tuesday, November fifteenth, ten PM, the bell house. If you want to meet John Kimball, this is your opportunity. I can't wait for you two to meet each other, actually. What do you think it's gonna be like?
1: Yeah, I, I know. Favorite. I'm so excited, Starly. <laughs> I mean I, um, I feel like I know Starly already But it's going to be
2: which one, of, which one of us do you think Is going to be more surprised by how the other actually is I don't know David can actually answer this What do you think
0: I think John do you know that Starly is six and a half feet tall <laughs> Did you know that Really I can't believe we're reaching the end of our podcast
2: I knew this day was going to come I did not know this day was going to come
1: Right exactly no, this was going to be a, a depressing day. Anyhow, I was already like, the election's over. Even if Hillary had won, I would have been down with the election being over and with the podcast being over. And, uh, yeah, with her losing, it's, it's obviously even, even worse having to end this way.
2: Doesn't it feel unreal, you in my kitchen right now, the way we're feeling right now? Every week when you came here, I never anticipated this happening. No. It's Not one single time. Even right. when we were saying we're scared, we're worried, I never felt you were going to come to my house and we were going to be this sad sitting here.
0: No, it's uh, it's uh it's our new reality.
1: And we have to find a way to live in it and change it, you know? But Dave, David, you were right in some ways. You kept saying, "John, what's going to happen? Is the tightening going to keep keep happening? Keep happening until finally one day Trump wins and he's president?"
0: I was never as sure of a Clinton victory as a lot of my friends were. Um I I was I became cautiously optimistic in the final forty eight hours. Um, when I went to the when I went to the Brooklyn field office a couple nights ago and tried to make calls and the Wi Fi was acting futsy because there were just so many people there they'd slammed the Wi Fi and then I got in an elevator to go back down to the street with all these middle aged and elderly Brooklyn moms and I was like these moms are not having, having it. Or, yeah. these
1: Brooklyn moms are not having it we got this. I'd just like to thank you too for uh, being great podcast mates and David uh, I'd like to thank you for being a great friend and being there for me this year I've had some ups and downs and you've always been there for me and uh, yeah thanks for pulling me into this it was way out of my comfort zone at the beginning but it's been a real learning experience and um i've really enjoyed it and i've really enjoyed getting to know starley as well and i can't wait to to uh meet you in person next week starley
2: you did such a good job
1: yeah you are the best at podcasting
2: <laughs> yeah you yeah. win podcasting yeah
0: <laughs> totally uh yeah thank you starley for all your help um thanks for agreeing to help us make this thanks for letting us use your high- tech recording studio <laughs> really do appreciate that uh, and John, you know um, you know I love you
1: yeah, I love you too ma'am
0: guys before we go one last thing it truly feels like we're entering uncharted territory as a country we're definitely entering uncharted territory as election profit makers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this country has had its share of traumas and fissures and 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 battles, literal and figurative. And in all of those situations, there have been people who have stood on the right side of history and refused to fucking budge. And we're going to be those people. You and us together. So take a deep breath, take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones, drink water stay healthy and keep grinding and we still have our email contact at electionprofitmakers.com john is on twitter at at john kimball j-o-n kimball Starley is starly kind k-i-n-e i'm at david underscore reese i'm gonna tell you don't expect to see much of me on twitter in the next month i'm taking a big old break from social media
2: satchel hasn't followed me
0: and satchel bro you need to follow starly on twitter okay he followed
2: you and john not me
0: come on satchel Oh, and another thing This is a private message to Satchel's son We got you a surreptitious request And PayPal deposit Asking us to uh, manage money for you Did not feel comfortable doing that Didn't want to rat you out until the last episode But you, Satchel Your son is getting up to some hijinks Behind your back on PayPal We're going to refund you your, your, your money Thank you guys so much for everything You'll never know how much it meant to all of us David Reese.
1: I'm John Kimball.
2: I'm Starly Kine.
0: And we were the, the election, election profit, profit makers. Acres. You think of us, and we'll be thinking of you.